What's up, everybody? And thank you so much for joining in on a new episode of Sitting in the Chair with me, your host, Diamond Bentley. This is a podcast where we can have open conversations about any and everything with full transparency. Big shout out to Anchor.fm, where they will distribute your podcast across many streams and it's easy to use all for free. I'm super excited that you are here and I hope that you're ready to join the conversation. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Sitting in a Chair with me. And I'm here with somebody who I've admired for a very long time. Yes, do not be surprised. Shelby Long is in the building. Oh, my God, Shelby, when you were in high school, you were always just on your shit. You know what I mean? I felt like Shelby had all the notebooks, all the pens, all the paper. Cause you was on it, you was like I'm a cheer, but like you was in school for real, at school, you know. And then when I saw that you got to Spelman, I was freaking ecstatic. I was like, Tori, I know somebody who would have Spelman. And you know, Tori's from Atlanta. Tori said, "Hey, to all the people, hello, people." Tori is in the room, you know. So Tori's from Atlanta. So like, you know, she was telling me all about that and like, you know, the area and stuff like that. So tell me like how it was, you know getting into Spelman. Well, <laughs> funny story. So I was all set and geared to go to NC State. I knew you that were going to this. That was my thing. NC you State, my dad so went bad. to State. So I was like, you know what? I'm Wolfpack. We even like had a meeting with like the Dean of Political Science there. Like, no I was, way. Like got accepted. I was planning out housing, looking for <gasps> roommates. Like that's how close I was to NC You got accepted State. to State. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's where I was going. We were... Going back and forth to Raleigh yeah. for a month just because I was like, this is going to be my new home. Right. And so um, then my dad, he has friends. He, when he was in the Navy, has friends in Atlanta. So my aunt went to Spelman and she was like, apply. I was like, what? Like, like what, what is it? <laughs> because HBCUs were never in my family. All my, all my parents, right? Guys, so I was like, what is HBCU? What is this? Wait, so, all your, all your freaking family members went to a PWI. Yeah, I'm the first one to go to HBCU. Wow. So that was also a culture shock for them. So I think they, like, my mom says now, like, when I went to Spelman, like, she went to Spelman. Yeah. Like, she was just so immersed in everything, but. Out of nowhere, like, my dad was like, apply. It was a common app, $25. It was the cheapest application I had. So I was like, whatever. Go Get for it. Out. And so when I got my blue envelope, I'm seeing all these girls on, like, Twitter and Instagram. Like, oh, my God, I got my blue envelope. I'm like, what? Like, what is what is happening? And so went to Spellbound, just, like, their orientation week for, like, incoming students. And I was like, hmm, it was, like, maybe a couple days before decision day. Right. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. It's a whole new vibe. Yeah. This is definitely not Wilmington. So... I, when I left, I kind of, like, I know it sounds corny, but I had, like, this feeling. And I was like, I feel like I have to be here right Away. now in this moment in my life. Away. I was like, for me to grow, this is where I have to be. Just even Away. talking to people, I'm like, I had friends who were going to North Carolina school. So I was like, I want to branch out. I will always love y'all. But I had to kind of transition to this new space where I didn't know anybody, nobody in my family. It was like a clean slate. Oh, um, my God. So when I went, I think I came home. And I was like, Dad, I want to go to Spelman. My parents were like, are you Spelman High? I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so it was more like a, okay, I'm just going to jump and hopefully things work out. And they did. Because um, I was I was even, I was going in there with the intentions of, if this doesn't work out, I'm coming to NC I'm transferring back. So I was, yeah. I was already ready. Still kept those connections. Um, still met, like, kept like in touch with the people that I met. So right. I was like, if if this doesn't work out, I still have a backup plan. Right, and, you always go to stay And I went shit. there and I'm like, okay 
this is a vibe. <laughs> like, like you were home. But it was also very different because it was my first time being away from home. Right. Then being six hours away from home. And me and my family are very close. So I, I think for the first like the first night when you get to Spelman, they have like this big thing where like every dorm like crowds into one like um room and we have like this oh like God. different dorm activities and everybody's jumping, lit, turning up and I'm like, listen, Cardi B blow that yellow. Like I just remember <laughs> that and I'm sitting in the corner bawling crying i was like i don't want to be here but it had nothing to do with spelling was the fact that like this is my first time essentially being on my own so i was like what is about to happen I was oh so my god my parents my mom called me the next morning she was like come outside i was like oh y'all didn't leave for real for real like it's so kind of oh. kind of played with me for a little bit because then they were they stayed in atlanta for like a couple days so i was yeah. like hanging out with them but i realized i wasn't even like at spelman i was like literally come pick me up we went to dinner. We went hung out. We went shopping. Yeah. Then I was like, no, I have to, like, separate myself. Because when they left, oh, it hit me. But then I think it also kind of forced me to, like, be on my own, talk to new people. Because I've had the same friends. Forever. Basically. Since, yeah, forever. forever. So it was like, being I haven't met new people for real in so long that I was oh like, my gosh. I don't even know, you know how social I am. Like, I don't even know how to talk to people right now. Oh, Which is so goodness. different. But I'm like, it was because you have different people who are coming from different areas, different backgrounds. Yes, yes. And it's like. How do we become friends again? Like, how, like, how do you work? do this? Yeah. Oh my God, Shelby, that was a freaking amazing run. Oh, I was just like engaged because some of the things was coming to my head when I when you were just talking. Oh my God, that was amazing. So you go to Spelman, and for, I gotta start because girl, you just said so much stuff. <laughs> so you literally was like your entire family went to a PWI, and you're the only person in your family right now to have gone to a HBCU. Do you think that was like? I, I feel like that's the greatest decision to do. Like, let me tell you something. If I could go to HBCU, I would have went. Like, if I, you know, had the grades, had the opportunity, had the chances, you know what I'm saying, and if I was way more educated on it, trust me, I would have went. I feel like, like, historically black colleges are phenomenal. So, for you to have come from, like, Wilmington, and, like, Atlanta is a city, honey. Like, a it's city. my favorite city <laughs> yeah. besides New York. But it's my favorite city because of how culturally diverse it is. I mean, like, it's black city, honey. Like, it's black city. So, But you come from Wilmington. Like, you're familiar with, you know, Wilmington. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you feel like now? Because you are a completely different person now. Yeah. Like, how do you feel like you have grown? Like, as a person? Like, being there? I think I've become more comfortable with who I am. I think growing up, it was very difficult for me to, like, really understand who I was as a black woman and be able to vocalize that. Right. And I remember, like, my first, like, they, when I, when my parents dropped me off, one of the deans said, like, whenever you come and pick up your daughter for Christmas break, she's not going to be the same. And I can completely agree with that. Because oh, when I came back, I never forget my first history class I had at Spelman. They talked about the race riots in Wilmington. And one girl looked at me, she was like, you from Wilmington? I was like, but I was like, that was, it was we never really had like a deep african-american history course no. so it was like completely different i have girls like spitting out african-american history facts and i'm like that happened when what where like right but it was so new for me because i was like it made me more curious about life it made me more curious about history oh my and i've never been like a history person but it made me ask more questions for my family about my ancestry and just who i am as a person um more vocal more confident i definitely think i've become more confident since going to spelman because i felt like even though i was social i was still in this bubble here i was forced to be in this bubble because of the people that i was around um 
my my upbringing everybody knew my parents so i could never really cut up yeah. <laughs> in here so it was like that i had to make my own decisions i had to figure out who i was gonna be and not even to say i think everybody goes to college and like i want to be a completely different person no right i want to be a completely different person i just want to learn more about myself so i definitely took that time to do that you evolved but i think going to an hbcu helped me to be able to kind of a lot i was never talked about to uh, i never heard about hbcu but i heard about them but it was never really hey shelby you should go to hbcu i remember in lyceum when we had to like post what college we were going to they were like spellman i was like yeah and you got yes. like the chapel hills the states the ecs yes. and then like what is this so it gave me that ability to come back and talk to more people my brother goes in morehouse now so of course i had to like throw in that like shame like michael come on every time he came to campus i was like let's go buy more house and visit but i'm happy that like i was able to kind of start that trend in my family because yes because it's needed yeah. oh my god you were giving me chills <laughs> you're cool because because i know you personally like mm-hmm. i personally know you i personally watched you grow like i personally known you ever since like you were basically like you know a freshman in high school you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying and like we are we're, we're we were those educated like educated black white women at hanover mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know we were you know me more not so much as you but like one of my other good friends you know what i'm saying like who was in lyceum stuff like that you know you had a really good upbringing you know i was just educated like i grew up in the hood but you know i was educated and i talked like this you feel me but like you know had a really good upbringing you feel me your parents were able to provide you know what I'm saying? You guys were able to go to really good schools. And, like, it was just who you are. And you come to Hanover and everybody's just, like, you know, you, you cling to those people still and stuff like that. And everybody's just, like, you know, like, you know, you're an Oreo or whatever. Can they be? It's just, like, no, you know, I'm just this person. And then it was, like, you were able to literally go and, you know, still be yourself but learn about your people. Learn about us. Mm-hmm. Learn about us in ways that you never got the chance to. Not to be in the spotlight. Not to know your real history. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's freaking phenomenal because, like, a lot of us don't get to learn about us. Right. Like, a lot of us don't get chances. You know, people who go to HBCUs, like, y'all are family to the day. I mean, like, all colleges are families to the day they die. Duh. But, like, it's something about a, it's something about WSSU. It's something about A-T- A&T. You know what I'm saying? It's something about, you know, Spelman and Morehouse. And, you know, it's something about those Alabama, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> where they literally like, you know, like, because we're black people in college doing, you know, black people things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm embracing your short hair. I'm embracing your afro without feeling like you're uncomfortable. You're around people who look like you in law classes, in art classes. You know what I'm saying? Who have like minds, you know, just like you. You know what I'm saying? And seeing more of you gives you more. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not the only black person in the class no more. Which was scary. And I think even, you know, you mentioned like the Oreo thing. That was being a person who had parents who could provide, who could speak how however they want to speak and it sound educated, I think that scared so many people. So many. So when I got to college, I think I had, like, kind of formed this person who was terrified to raise my hand. I never raised my hand in class. I refused to raise my hand in class. So when I got to right. college, I never knew my professor called me out. She was like, why? Like, she was like, you clearly have all the answers. Like, you've written them all down. You just won't say it. And I was like, because I don't talk in class that's just not I can turn in tests I can write papers all day but I will not talk in class but I think to realize that it was so many other people who shared the same story everybody at Spelman not everybody but there's a lot of girls at Spelman who had that that Oreo feeling who had moments where their parents couldn't provide or had moments where they didn't feel like themselves but I think going to college wasn't just a growing moment for me it was a growing moment for my entire family that's what I love when I left for Spelman that was the first time I ever saw my dad cry because you have these, like, you have, he was talking to, like, another dad, and he was like, 
this school is really about to mold your child. And he was like, in tears, because he was like, this is what you need and this is what we need for you. So it was like, we were kind of going through that like growth process together. So If y'all can hear my dog, Dallas is in the room being crazy (laughs) because he wants to get out, but he don't know how to calm down. I think it's cool that it was an experience for your family because, like, again, like, you know, I feel like us as black people, we have, you know, because Tori was well provided for. But we have, like, the military families. We have, like, you know, people who grew up in the hood in the struggle. And then we have the black side of the family who was provided for well. And, you know, that already brings us all at a, at a standstill. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you have military kids who go from here to here to here to here to here, but their parents have money still. Mm-hmm. And you have people who are, you know, in the hood or whatever the case may be, you know, or middle class, and they're just doing what they can do and doing the best that they can do. And you do have people who are just well off. So then it's just like, oh, you're not like me. Like you're not you're not black enough for me. You know what I'm saying? Or you're not you're not you're you're black, but you ain't you ain't all the way black. You know, we find ways right. to, you know, not almost attack each other, but attack each other when we know we we really realize how strong we are together. And I feel like when you go to HBCUs, you see that. Mm-hmm. You see that, you know, united like black people as a whole, you feel me? Like we are so strong. I mean, you go to people get into Spelman and Morehouse and, and colleges like that on full scholarships academically by a donation, by a scholarship, by athlete, you know, being an athlete, you know what I'm saying? Some people, black people in colleges and stuff like that are so, so well to be like, I see you. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, and you see that, like, I feel like HBCUs d- demonstrate that when, you know, from the outside looking in, from the outside looking in, you know, I didn't go to one. But it's just like it's so cool because it's like again like you're around so many of us and they're all just you know in school trying to do you know something you know what i'm saying out there and i think it's so great that your family get this like got, got to put you in the blackest city in america literally <laughs> you you went to atlanta honey <laughs> you went for it you went from wilmington north carolina Girl, that transition alone, forget about the school part of it. Like, that transition, you went to Atlanta. I was like, hmm, this is kind of cool. <laughs> Maybe Virginia. Maybe you would, no, you know, you went to Atlanta, oh. honey. And, like, you know, there are so many different backgrounds there. There's so many things there. And you did get to meet, like, a, like a, good, a good amount of people, you know? Mm-hmm. But I want to, I want to, like, just talk on, like, you go to Spelman. Okay. okay. So you go to Spelman and you get in and you're, you know, culturally blessed because i don't even want to call it culture shock you got culturally blessed and i love it for you and then you still succeed in student council like how you always do oh my god shelby tell me about you being at spellman's sga being on spellman's sga so spellman's sga was cool it was amazing um it taught me a lot about my leadership style i right. think being at SGA in high school and it's a completely different ball game Oh, it's for real. Right? <laughs> um, because it's something we have this thing called like the big three. I think the numbers change. But it's like we have like the Queens, uh, Miss Spellman, you have SGA, and you have Pulses, like our activities board. Yeah. And so to be a part of that big three, I was like, wow. Like, you guys up for the campus. Yeah. And then it's like, it was, I don't want to say, it was an intention that I wasn't ready for. Right. I Because I had girls coming up to me like, hey, like you're on SGA. And I was like, right (laughs) so it was it was different because it was like i felt like i had this i don't want to say imposter syndrome but it was like i cannot leave my room without looking presentable i cannot be at a party without like 
being like, oh, I see a camera. Like, I don't want it to get back. But it's like, even SGA was cool because it allowed me to see, it allowed me to show everybody that, like, you don't have to be a stick to be on SGA. I was still, like, a fun person. I still hung out. I was still very social because I had to figure out a way to take this attention and not make it like, oh, she thinks she's better than us. But, like, oh, she's one of us. She's included. Yeah, yeah. And so I think... Um, now seeing my old residents like applying, like running for SGA and asking me for advice, I'm like, wow! Like it, it makes me feel better not for to be seen, but to be heard. Away to be impactful. Away. If that Away. makes sense. So yes. it's like when I have people like, oh, you're the reason I ran for SGA. I why though? Like what? What? What did I say? What did I do that made you want to run for SGA? And so I don't want. I didn't want any of that to be superficial. And I think all like. Anybody who's, like, a part of the big three always gets a bad rep because it's like, oh, you have to be, like, this cookie-cutter perfect spellmanite. Right. I'm like, it wasn't really me. Like, I'm social, yes, but, like, I never tried to be perfect, never wanted to be perfect. And I think SGA also taught me about failure, too, because I was on SGA as an e-board member, and then I applied again for president. And so when I lost president, I was down bad. Because huh. not only did I lose president, but then we came home, like, shortly after. Yeah. So I low-key thank God for that, because I was like, how do I sit here? I've just showed my face in this entire student body. Everybody knows who I am. Still managed to not win. So how do I show that face of defeat? And I remember when I lost, I was on the phone with my mom, and I was in, like, our RA office. And so anybody who walks in the building can see through, like, a glass. Yeah. And so everybody's, like, walking in, and I'm like... Like smiling, and I'm like inside. I just want to break down. Yeah. But I think I like fallen into that whole like you have to be perfect. That I was like I am not crying in front of anybody. Oh way. Like, but it, it was it was doing more harm to me than it was to everybody else. Oh way. So, like, later and I'd be sitting there. I'm like I'm really like it's hurt. So she was like, are you sad? I was like, no. And I was like, wait, yes. Like I'm I'm genuinely hurt right you now. Wanted it. And so it's like. I, seeing it from both sides helped me because I saw the position not for what it could give me, but for what it was. Oh, and I think a lot of times people go into SJ positions or go into like these big three positions for ulterior motive, and that was never me. But I hated the fact that a lot of people thought that was my thing because I kind of fell in like that gap of where everybody else was. So right. I definitely I don't I don't want to take any of my SJ experiences back or even any of my elections because I'm happy that what I was able to do in those positions could impact other people. I just think it's amazing that, like, again, like I said, like, you did it. Because, like, in high school, like, I ran for, okay, so I'm, like, student class president of my, like, graduating class. <laughs> like, you feel me? And it's really hilarious because, like, the only reason why I wanted to run for student class president at Hanover is because I felt like there needs to be, first of all, I was like, I want to give a speech at graduation, how do I do that? Facts. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what I wanted to do. And I was like, they was like, why do you want to give a speech at graduation for? And I was like, because like you go to a school, you want to see somebody who you know mm-hmm. at your graduation at least. Yeah. And a lot of us don't take, you know, being involved in school, but so serious outside of sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like we don't and then we don't have no free will to be like oh who do you want to be like who wants who wants to close out your graduation like you know back in the 90s you know my mom and them got to pick like you know a special guest to come speak at their you know what i'm saying like at their freaking graduation you know what i'm saying ours is all traditional which is whatever but like you know so i was like man i'm trying to be up there because like people know me you know what i'm saying i know them i'm trying to like like y'all we did it my you last, know my last round. right like y'all we did it yeah. so 
when I ran or whatever case it be, like, it was, like, something that you, like, I had, a, I was, like, I can't just, like, not really put myself into this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then, like, when I was on SGA, I was, like, you know, seeing, again, because in high school, you know, like, everybody was, like, all serious and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, it's just high school. But, I mean, like, you know, at the time, it was crazy. But, like, that, that, that work alone, that dedication alone was crazy because, you know, like, I was cheering, I was playing softball, and I had to go to SGA meetings. Like, you know, it's, like, and I had to be there. So, at a collegiate level, you know, I was, like, when I saw you in all your campaigning and stuff like that, I was, like, that's dope. Because people don't do it. Mm-hmm. People don't do it. Like, people don't, they need to see that, you know, there are more ways to be involved on a campus and that you should be involved in campus. Like, especially when you go to college. Like, you know, like, when you go to college, if you're not playing sports, like, you should get involved. Like, it just mm-hmm. makes your college experience so much better. And, like, you pay that money. <laughs> So get the men. I literally told because my mom asked me the other night. She was like, "What is your one regret you have about Spelman?" And I was like, "I've literally Spelman has given everything to me, and I've given everything to Spelman." Oh, like, when I went, I was I tried to keep up with that schedule I had in high school. Like I was always busy, so I joined. I think I joined like four clubs freshman year, and everybody's like, "Shelby, you're crazy for it." But yeah, I love the people that I met. And I love the experiences that I've had. But I really kind of like dived in dove in dove in in. (laughs) and like was like hey let's go let's get it started and so I think when I got home and I didn't have as many meetings as many commitments I was like what do I do with my time (laughs) like I was sitting there on the couch like Like, I feel like I should be in a zoom I feel like I should be in a meeting like something's happening right now so like I I understand being involved because even my friends look at me crazy as day because like I was one of the last ones to do POW, which is like our orientation leaders and SG at the same time. Yeah. Mind you, they meet at the same time. They have orientation at the same time. They do a lot of the same work. So it was like everybody looked at me like, Shelby, you're literally insane. Like you're trying to be two places at once. It worked. Was I tired? <laughs> yes. But it did work. And I'm like, after that, I was like, I would not recommend that to anybody else. Especially right. if you want your sanity. But like, I have this planner. He's my whole life in it. Like, if you saw my planner, you'd be like, are you insane? Yes. But you've always been like that, though. Always. I have to stay on top of things. Like, I don't want to miss anything. That is just great. Oh, I've never seen somebody's more like, and I can see like I, when, as you're talking, like, I can literally see your plan. I can see everything because like it's just you as a person, and I find that phenomenal because like you're literally like always on the go. But it's just like that's good. Like you're always doing something, involved, being somewhere, helping somebody out, like showing you know volunteering here, or doing this or doing that. Like you know what I'm saying. And then like like you said like. It was already hard enough for you getting to Spelman and, like, starting off new. And then, like, you saying true to yourself, got you to meet other people, got to be involved, got to make a difference, make an impact to the point where you literally ran for president at Spelman. Which was a lot in itself. That's what I'm saying. You, girl, runner-up type thing. Like, think of elections nowadays. Like, you feel me? Like... (laughs) You ain't the president of the United States, but you was like a runner-up. Like, you was almost there. Like, they know you. Yeah. And even even though you're not, like, the title of it, like, you still hold, like, you know, not power, but you still hold so much, you know, like, influence amongst other people. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes a lot of courage, a lot of bravery, a lot of dedication, a lot of motivation to be like, I'm going to run for president, and I'm going to actually run yeah. for president. So you being devastated over something like that is most definitely, you know, valid. In every way. But I, I really, I'm really happy that you got into the point where you can see, like, the, the essence of, of it alone. The essence of the act alone. Because mm-hmm. it just speaks on your, your character by itself. 
You know what I'm saying? So many people go to college, and so many people don't go to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought she was just kind of like, hey, pause it really, like, what's going on? But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people go to college and go to school, sit in the thing, you know, do their work, get it, go. I was getting, the, I was getting the most I could out of my money. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was going to keep going until they told me, Shelby, you cannot do it. <laughs> I was like, you cannot take any more class. Like, I would hit the max course load. Like, I was like, I'm going to get every single penny that you have of mine. Okay. The bookstore down to book factors. You got a notebook for me because I'm getting every penny and cent. Like I was not playing with. Oh no. Because like you, you, people. So many people go to college, but they don't like experience college, and like that's fine. But like when you go to a school like Spelman, like you can't tell me, Tori, that if you would have went, like if you would have went to school, like you actually, like you left high school. And then you went to an actual, like, university off-gate or off-rip, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be. And you were, like, not even, like, I'm not even, like, finna, like, not say you went to HBCU, but, like, you went to an HBCU. You know for a fact, like, you would have been at that school, on that campus, at them games, at them midnight madnesses, at those parties, at, because, like, you are literally an 18, 19-year-old kid, but you were at, you are at Spelman. Like, I don't think people understand that, like... So many people only know Spellman from ATO. Only. And it kills me. <laughs> because every time somebody's like, you have Spellman, and they're like, do throw an ATO reference. I'm like, oh, I wish y'all knew, like, it's more than Spellman. Yeah. Love ATO. ATO is my movie. Like, I, I'm, not going to, I'm not going to stay. I'm going to Spellman. Like, <laughs> said it to death. But I think um, I wish people, like, understood more about Spelman, like yeah. and about HUCs. I've had people like I left there, like you go to Morehouse, it's like guys, Morehouse is all guys school. And Spelman's like, all it's, girls. I was school. like, it's no way. And then of course everybody's like, course. you go to an all girls school, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, but like wherever I'm going, where the money resides, like <laughs> because that's how that's how I felt. I was like, but I knew at that time I had to go to Spelman not only for the experience, but I was like, they're telling. Imagine this man sitting in front of you, like when you leave here, you're guaranteed a solid job with five six figures as a like fresh graduate and that's not even like graduate and that's not even considering graduate schools fellowships like he's talking about the scholarships that people are guaranteed like it's i've had law schools be like you're just by being a spelman student alone that's automatic ten thousand how what your gpa is that's xyz that's and that's what i'm saying so it's like you have you have literally people coming i think johnson and johnson did like a scholarship for spelman and nobody applied but it's like they're like, we only want Spelman students. And so people are like, why do you go to Spelman? Like, okay, yeah, the tuition is high, but like, and all the like different the benefits, opportunities, it, it all pays for itself. That's what I'm saying. And I think I, I, I admire you. I admire it because like, I mean, like Tori, she gives me like a lot of, you know, like, like we're moving there in July. And but like, I went, I am so freaking excited. But my first time ever really going and experience Atlanta was because of Tori. And we went back for, you know, like, because she went back home. And then after that, like, we would literally go, like, at least, like, twice a year. And I love the city. Like, it's literally my favorite city. But, like, you know, we would talk about schools, and she knows a lot about her city and stuff like that. But she's like, yeah, like, you know, it's Spelman, and it's Morehouse, and it's Clark Atlanta, and they're all in this thing together. And so, like, that's what she was like. So, even if you go to Spelman, you still be over here at Morehouse, you still be over here, and, like, they be having events together. And I'm like, just imagine all that black greatness. Like, you know? like, it's like, (laughs) I know that when I leave Spelman, my friend Kendall is going to be my child. Well, if I have kids. Will be my child's dentist. And my friend Lexi, she will be my OBGYN. Cam, Cause politician. Like, but that's like, I know that, like, 
the people that I have in my circle are about to do amazing things and just to even be surrounded by those people love them to death like those are and I love my friends growing up too but I would say right now those they're very close people to me they mean a lot to me because we really like when people think about like college dear college friends yeah we've been together for a couple years but they've seen me at some pretty low moments and they've also been there to pick me up so like I just I tell them all the time like I was talking on the way over here like I cannot wait to see where we go because I'm like what like not we out here like looking for jobs and graduate school and I was looking at members from freshman year and I'm just like look at those kids so y'all now look where we are now young adults and like I look at shows and they're like college friends and I'm like I cannot imagine having little nieces and nephews running around events like that whole like idea is just so crazy to me because I'm like all I see in my head is those little kids who lived in Manly who all used to pack in one room and sing Justin yep. Bieber. <laughs> like, yep. It's definitely it's definitely gonna be interesting just to see even now, just to see where when we leave Spelman Morehouse Clark, where we go from there. I'm excited for that. I'm I'm more excited to see where they go than where I go, honestly, because I'm oh like God, I so know cute. like everybody is set for such amazing things. And so it's like the world is literally yours. Like let's And go. I I love that for you because like we always talk about like, you know, your the biggest impression on your life is from 19 to 24 mm-hmm. i feel like those are your most impressionable years because like you are literally transitioning into the world into life from a kid to an adult from a uh, from school to a job from your parents money to your own money to taxes to cars to it's like you're switching over and like that shit is not easy no matter where you are no matter if you're in school with help out school with no help like 19 to 24 is like what gonna be the the most impressionable part of your life so when it comes to the people around you i mean me and tori we've been friends for six years as of the 20th two days ago we have been friends six years and let me tell you something. Whew, we done been through life. We talk about it all the time because I'd be like, girl, we done been through some stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I've had friends ever since I was, you know, 12, 13, 10. And I'm like, you know, to the day I die, I promise you. But I'm like, when it comes down to this life stuff, it's the people who was around you. And it's like, college does give you that because, like, you guys are all in the same predicament. Mm-hmm. You know, you're all trying to figure out yourselves in school and life and money at school in life with no money you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. and it's hard it's hard but i love that you know you as like you know when you say you like you know i people see you at spellman and like where you're gonna go from here is because like you went to this school you were in this place it's like that's where it shows like black excellence for me because like people are like we have elite schools too mm-hmm. african-americans have elite schools too i mean there are school MIT, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like there are schools for those like for higher learning and they're not just PWIs. You know what I'm saying? And there are people who are, you know, of money who are like there are dedicated black people and stuff like that. And I'm not saying like PW I mean I go to a PWI, like you know. But it's just like, you know, there are people who are invested into your school. They want to make sure you guys succeed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does it. And, and college is hard because, like, at, at big colleges, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to individually make every person feel like an individual. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you go to a, a beautiful school like Spelman, Park Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, Savannah, you know, those beautiful schools, it's like, you know, they make sure that you're seen somehow, some way. 
you feel like you're seen. You're around all these people, but you know, like people still like, you know, you went to Spelman. You are my brother. You're my sister for life. Yeah. Your alumni goes down to, to where you get to know these people for real. You know what I'm saying? Like when we graduate, we're going to graduate. We're going to be happy. We're going to go. We're going to be like, mm-hmm. I got a degree. <laughs> yeah. And then like, and then like just to be in the city of Atlanta with all those opportunities, like you damn right. You better come up with a good job. Mm-hmm. Even alone in the city alone, because you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a city full of opportunities and just growth. And, like, I'm excited to see where you go as well. Because, like, where do you plan on going after college, Shelby? So. What's the plans? The plan has definitely changed. Um, it's a secret right now. But just to give you, like, a, a smaller version of it. Um, when I first, growing up, I always said I wanted to go to law school. Yeah. Did the super traditional route. Super opposite of what we talked about earlier. Did political science, yeah. had these internships, did these programs. And then up until a couple weeks ago, I was like, I'm just not there. And I think, and everybody's like, oh, like, COVID, like, we're taking the gap year. But I was like, no, COVID just helped me realize, like, being at home, I can't do school much longer. So it's, it's definitely going to be some good things coming. I'm, I'm, de- I'm about to make a big move. So <sighs> that's going to be interesting oh i'm really upset that you will not tell me (laughs) loki but i'm excited and i will wait because i was like that too when i was like i'm graduating i'm moving everyone's like where are you moving to and i was like i'll say it on my birthday yeah and you know it's been so hard keeping it for my friends because everybody that has known me like has known forever that i'm going to law school and i think part of me making that decision to not go to law school was harder not just for me but for me understanding how is everybody else going to see that? Because I'm not choosing not to go to law school because I didn't get in. I'm not choosing not to go to law school because I didn't have the correct scores. I'm just choosing it because that's just not where I am right now. Law school will always be there. Girl. But it's like, I'm like right now to to have this opportunity coming up. It's like, you can't, it's, you can't pass it up. So, and I'm glad you're listening. Girl. I'm glad you're listening. Because ironically, the last podcast I just did yesterday with my friend Trevor, like he was talking about how he just listened. And it took him down such great things. So I'm glad that you are actually listening because a lot of people, we don't. And I think that's kind of actually a common, like, you know, theme as well as, like, you know, there are things that we all want to do ourselves, Mm -hmm. trust. But sometimes, you know, because COVID did a lot for me too, though. You know, I will say that quarantine for me did me justice. You know what I'm saying? I literally learned that I don't have to work as hard. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to keep pushing myself, you know, to the limit to, to get the bare minimum that there are great opportunities out there in life for me just to do the things that I love to do. Right. And it's it's crazy. The little things that you love to do, like you can make money off of type of thing. And so, like, I I am very proud that you're listening because, like, it takes a lot of us a long time to listen. It takes a lot of us a long time to really just be like, you know... And it's hard. It's hard because people are like, just have faith. And, like, faith is like, you know, faith without works is dead. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. And trusting in the unknown is, is easy for some people. You know, you, you know, like, fall. If I stand right here with my arms open, could you fall back into my arms? You know what I'm saying? People can't do that. Right. People are like, hell no. <laughs> it won't I can't do that. And some people, me, I'll go. I'll be like, whatever. Right. I'm like, if I fall, man, it's that's going to be some shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, you know, whatever, I'll fall. But it's still to the part where it's like they have the faith, you know, they're willing to do but so much, though. You know, people say faith without works is dead, but it's like faith without all the works, you know, is dead. It's like you one of those is listening. Like, you know, like you have to literally be like, 
like you said this is just not the time right now and like that's hard acceptance is hard i have a book and it's literally like you know a lot of our problems come from the fact that we don't accept shit right acceptance alone is like hard and that's the first step to a lot of healing growth progress all types of stuff it's just being you know of acceptance just being like you know it's just not my time right now and i'm fine with that it's not gonna stop me from trying it's not gonna stop me from doing Mm -hmm. it's not gonna stop me from keeping going motivating others it's not gonna stop me from if you got it before i got it to 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 be happy that you got it it's not gonna stop me but it's just right now you know i gotta be doing other shit Mm -hmm. so i'm excited for you because you know you're you're filled of great things shelby oh thank you you are filled of great things when i say like girl you was president of film and i said she might be the next president of america y'all <laughs> <laughs> and i never when i was younger i told my Both. grandma i wanted to be the first african-american woman president and so like every time my mom posts something on facebook my grandma's like first president, first president. <laughs> <laughs> i'm but like little does she know but that's not real. even the goal anymore but, but for a girl I, it's just because you just have that type of you know mm-hmm. You have that mindset. You have that. You literally have that leadership. You literally have always been like, when I say on top of things, you were on top of things like four days prior to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you are literally always a five step ahead of a person. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's just amazing that you had this experience. You went to this school. Your life has changed. Your your perception has changed. Your visions have changed because, like, you as a part, like a person, you're always, you're, you're such a go getter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're a visionary, you're a doer, you're you're a succeeder. So it's almost just like once you see it, you'll be able to do it and you'll be good at it. You'll be great at it. You know what I'm saying? Because like you you did always like hold things with, like, you know, like you always just you just take things with a grain of salt, but you would turn that grain of salt into a meal. Mm-hmm. You know just what I'm saying? I had to. I think everybody kind of takes life and feels like I have to be like the same person. Because even now, people are like, who is this person? And right. I never even meant to change who I was, but I would say, like, the person I was in high school was not the same person I left freshman year. Like, the same be. person I was a couple months ago is not even who I am As now. You so, be. I think being able to accept that growth for what it is um, has definitely helped me because at first I was very scared of it. When I first came home, the whole transition home was kind of difficult in itself. When I first came home, I had two grandparents pass away from COVID, uh-huh. I just lost SGA president. Just heard some, just dealing with not being on campus anymore. And so I think being able, I feel like being able to pick myself up, I try to be that for other people. Try to show other people like, hey, it's okay to be down bad because I was down (laughs) bad. But it's like just to be able to rise and and be able to see, I I was able to see life with a new lens. Um, And that's what I'm forever grateful for. Um, Because just, I was like, I always questioned when that moment was going to be. For me to kind of like change how I viewed the world and when it happened, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for for a while. That's me. Oh my God, you just gave me chills because like, it's almost like everybody knows like somehow, like sooner or later, you know, I'm not going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, it's just like, when is it? It's going to be that quick change. What, you know, what, what's going to happen in my life to make me, you know, you know, some people, it's like a car accident or like some people, it's like, you know, death or some people, it was like success, you know, it's something. It's just like, everybody's going to have that one moment where it's like, boom. And you're just like, 
Whew. And literally, that's I had to kind of sit back, like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like who do I want to be? Where do I want to go from here? What do I want to do? How do I want to see the world? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it, I think it's like, like you said, like it's like hard, but it's like the thing that you've always been waiting for, mm-hmm. you know? Because like sometimes it's like once you, because like you know, you're gonna go through many stages in your life, but it's like once you find who you are, you're just, you're just evolving into the better you. Like, your, your character's not going to change. Like, this is who you are. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like you're stuck in your ways, but, like, this is this is the this is the person who I want to be. These are people who I want to attract. These are things that I want to do, you know, with, you know, God's grace and, like, his plan, you know, but being open-minded and stuff like that. And I think it's great because, like, some people don't get there. And when they do get there, it's a long, long ways down the road. Right. And, you know, and, like, finding out. I keep saying this, but, like, our generation is so good with finding out, you know, themselves at a very early age, you know what I'm saying, and mastering their energies and mastering, you know, the people around them, people who are going to the gym constantly and being bodybuilders, people who are making beautiful moves and traveling. I, I mean, I know so many people who have just traveled the world. I know people who are backpacking, people who are in Hawaii teaching yoga. I'm like, go off. You feel right. me? Like, and I support it. You know, our parents wouldn't have done that. They're like, you need a real job, mm-hmm. a nine-to-five, salary, and benefits. Right. In order to be successful, what do you think you're doing going to Hawaii <laughs> doing yoga? What? Right. You know, they didn't have that. They didn't have that opportunity. They didn't have that. So, like, it even goes back to tying in with your family. Like, them being, you know, PWIs and stuff that they've known for years. And looking at you and being like, you know, let's do it. Let's go to Spelman. Like, let's go get this experience. Like, let's let's do this. Because, you know, like, we've been, we, we haven't experienced it. They haven't experienced You know what I'm saying? Let's be around other people who are like us. Successful black people. People who are on the come up. Help, let's be those black people who help those other black people. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it's great because it even ties back into your family. Like, you know, we all have to continue to grow. And our generation is breaking those barriers. For you to be the first person to go to an HBCU in your family, mm-hmm. that's phenomenal. Because now that, and then they accept that. Like, you you already said it. Like, I got my brother to go to Morehouse. So now are you guys the new trend of HBCUs? That's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> but I think even what I realized was, I told my Michael, he was terrified. Because we went to Hanover together at the same time. And he was like... He hated being Shelby's little brother. Yeah. Even at he's still Shelby's little brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for him to understand, too, that, like, that's, he, he, because I, I asked him, I said, one night my mom was like, Shelby, you're forcing it. I was like, you know what, let me take a step back, see what he wants to do. And he was like, no, I feel like this is what I needed. So to kind of hear that kind of struck a nerve with me, because I was like, oh, yeah, he's for real about it. Like, this isn't, this isn't a joke, because I remember saying that same thing. This is what I need right now as a, as a black woman in America who needs change who needs growth so i'm happy for him too because he's he's engineering so Ooh. just to, yes, yes. so just seeing him go off michael element, like i i walked in the house today and he was staring at the computer sometimes i'm like you need to pull back but he he's like a boy version of me, but he's more quiet so yeah. it's like he's always on top of his stuff and so even being that switch i'm like High you just don't know it. Like, you just don't. You right, just so, don't know. He, like, he's just, he's a chilling. Like, and so he's, he's, like, chilling me. He's stressing. And I'm, like, are you okay? <laughs> he's, like, yeah, just taking my notes. And I'm, like, oh, my God. I'm, like, move. Get away from the computer. Like, 
he's like, look at this formula. Like, but he, that's stuff that interests him. STEM was never my thing. Right. Social science, I could talk, I can argue all day, look at theories. But just to see him in his element, um, I was very nervous about him being an engineering student and having your first semester, well, first year online. Yeah. I'm like, I will literally stare at a, like a whiteboard forever. Okay. And be like, what am I looking at right now? Right. And so the fact that he's picking up from blurry videos, I was like, yeah, you got that. <laughs> That's okay. your thing. So I give it up to him as much as possible. Like, because to, to have that in, even I feel bad for him because he's missing on his freshman year. My yeah. mom was like, how do you feel about missing your senior year? So, like, I'll be going back and forth to Atlanta these next couple of months with, like, senior pictures and senior week and stuff like that. So, I was like, I feel like I did. I did what I had to do. I had those experiences. I experienced those traditions. So, I feel like I am not leaving Spell with any regrets. I'm not leaving Spell with any, like, doubts of anything because I I feel complete. Yes, I would have loved to spend my senior year at home. Yeah. I mean, at school. Ooh. That's what it is. But, that is, but it's, it's definitely, I, these past, even where I'm at now, like, I'm, I'm super thankful for where I am. I love that for you and your brother. I just love that y'all literally go to Spelman and Morehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan and I'm biased because I just love Atlanta. I just feel like Atlanta breeds greatness. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Everywhere breeds greatness. But it's something about that city, man. It's something about that city. So... I'm just so happy I got to talk to you because it's so cool to pick your brain because, like, you know, I follow you on all socials, so, like, I get to see all your, like, accomplishments, like, see your stories and see what's going on. So, I'm like, dang, like, Shelby's, like, really at school. She's really doing the thing. So, and I love watching it. Like, I'm always just like, go off, sis. And, like, seeing your pictures, I'm like, go off, Shelby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm for it because, like, you can tell that you, you've evolved into your better you. You know what I'm saying? And it's only going to get better, obviously. I feel like, you know, we continuously grow. We continue to be – we can always be better, you know, I can be better tomorrow than I was today type thing. But, like, you know, it's just cool to see you go from, you know, Hanover Shelby or, like, young Shelby to, like, you. Because, like, I feel like, you know, this is, like, who God wants, you know, like, who God sees you to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, very proud of you and stuff like that. Like, I'm so freaking excited to see where you go next. I'm not stop thinking about it. I'm like, where's she about to move to? <laughs> but I love that for you. I love we it. We about to move like Shelby for real. Even I'm still like Shelby for real. Because <laughs> like, girl, it's about to be for real. Yeah. But it's like real life is really about to hit, and I think that's when I, I think my transition from maybe Atlanta to where I'm going would have been right. easier. But being home for the year now, yeah. Um, so that's definitely gonna be different because I, I also tell my parents all the time I'm super thankful that they let me come home because I had a lot of friends who couldn't go home or, or had circumstances. So to be home and and kind of have that the grace of like okay it, and it was even it was difficult at first because we had to have a conversation of you're a 21 year old who has not been home for real for real for the past three years so how can oh, we hey. how can we live in this space together to where we're respecting each other but also kind of giving that room for right that space wow so, and i think my relationship me and my parents have always been close but i think now we're closer than ever because it's like them understanding for the first time ever that wow Shelby's an actual adult like now. you're a young like, adult and, you which know. is crazy because even I'm like don't <laughs> <laughs> like don't don't take this up I said that serious it's hard but, yeah. girl when I turn 25 I mean I still I'm 25 but I still feel young like I still feel like what the world is mine mm-hmm. but like man I was just like dang like we're 25 Tori y'all are old (laughs) because i just think i never forget like when i first and and this is really a full circle moment because i'm just thinking of like 
freshman Shelby who walked into Hanover like eyes big like what in the world is about to happen and even like cheer never cheer was never on my on my yep. radar and so that transition of how I grew as an athlete and kind of moving on from there I'm just like that's why this is such like because I just remember you senior you were a senior were you a senior yeah which is crazy because I'm like I can't wait to be on varsity so on JV looking up to y'all and and being here having these conversations now I had promised you back then I never thought I would be. I Honestly, I, I look at it all the time, like, where would I have been if I didn't go to Spelman? And it scares me because I'm like, it doesn't scare me that I wouldn't be successful. It just scares me of where I would be as a person. Like, who would you have I been feel like in? I would have a job. I would figure out grad school stuff. But it's like, who is Sh- what would Shelby be wearing? What? <laughs> How would Shelby be moving? How would Shelby be acting? Who would Shelby be around? Like, I ask myself those questions all the time. Like, who I'm would you like, have identified no. yourself as, you know? That's crazy to me. <laughs> like, like, who would, like, like, you know? It's 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 fascinating to think that because, like, it's funny you say that we do that shit all the time. Like, I'd be like, you know, we didn't have the traditional school thing. Like, you know, I went to, like, a community college and stuff like that, or whatever case may be, and I was just like, you know, it was for me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you something. I would have not been able, I would have not survived, you know, going from 18 to a school. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot of things I needed to learn. You know, I was like, this life is finished. You know, it's just how I needed to learn. Like, I already wasn't like, like, some kids are just very, like, automatically responsible or, you know, X, Y, and Z and stuff like that. And it wasn't that I was irresponsible. I was just like, and it wasn't that I was mentally in- immature. I was mentally, like, frustrated. You know what I'm saying? With, like, just how I was raised and stuff like that and things I was going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, what it was in my situation. Like, you know, like, I did, I came from, like, a single parent house. So it was, like, hard. You know, we always, you know, I was, like, I always see, like, my, my grandma and my mom always working hard and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, like, I got to work hard. Like, I got to I gotta get a job. Like, I got to pay money. I got to pay these bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I was always on the go mm-hmm. to make sure I could provide for myself. You know, because I'm very independent. So then, like, I wouldn't have survived this school. I wouldn't have known how to. Mm-hmm. Until I learned that, you know, there were some things where I needed to let up. There were some things that I needed to understand. There was a lot of things, like, I was, like, you know, I was going to school. I didn't even know what I was going to school for. I was like, I need to be in school because I was supposed to be in school. And that's what I was so scared about law school. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm just here. I was like, what am I about to do? What What is, okay, I feel like at this point I'm just kind of going with the flow. And I'm like, I'm not about to spend a law school check <laughs> going with the flow. Okay. And I think what's important about what you said is understanding how your experiences shape who you are. Yeah. Because my par- my friends used to laugh at me all the time for how strict my parents were. And, like, even back then, I was like, all right, y'all. Y'all could have chilled out on that one. But I think because my parents are always on top of me for my grades and always on top of me for being involved, that's who I am now. And not even in a negative way, but I've understood the importance of those moments. Yes. And understanding, like, okay, Shelby, like, how I used to play around in high school – like, but I still had that balance. And so now in college, people are like, how can you party all weekend and wake up Monday morning at 8 a.m. and go crazy? Because that's what I've been doing. You know, that's what I'm doing. Years, yeah. It's like how your brain is wired, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it's the part that what we where we mess up as, as people, as humans, is we don't learn how we operate. Mm-hmm. We was just talking about this. Like, how we don't sit here and think on, you know the steps, the fundamental steps that got us to where we are and learning how we are so we can progress further on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like your parents were strict and stuff like that. So it was just like, you take that with a grain of salt. You're like, okay, well, this is what I need to take from that. And this is why I feel like our generation is so successful because we look at our parents and we're like, okay, this is what you did. This is what you did. This is what I like and this is what I didn't like. And this is how I'm going to be the mixture of what y'all need Mm -hmm. to be. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I like this. This make this made some sense. But it's like when when we get there, when we're like, okay, this is what this is what I need to take, what's that don't need to take. And you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, okay, this is what I do that I don't like. 
This is what I do that I need to fix. So, you know what I'm saying? This is what I do what I do like. Yeah. And like like you said, like I've always been on top of my stuff. I've always been on top of my grades. And you like that. You like how you operate. Mm-hmm. And that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's perfectly yeah. freaking fine. And that's why I was like, I couldn't have went straight to school because like I did not know how I operated. I did not know, you know, what was motivating me, what was driving me, like money was. Like I was like, I need to provide for myself. Like, I need a job. I need to make sure I got to pay these bills. Like, I moved out of my house. Like, I got, you know, rent. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I got a car. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, I need to learn, like, and I needed to learn. You know, there was a lot of things that I still didn't know. Like, still didn't know and didn't, didn't, didn't have any clue of how to do, how to maintain, how to manage. And once I figured it all out, then I was like, then school came easier to me because it was just like I was more willing to accept like the paths that I was going down. I was more able to handle this. I was more able to handle that, you know, and just things was it was easier because I I knew how I operated. Mm -hmm. And then once I found out how I operated, it's like then I just progressed further on. So like I love that you say that because like your parents were strict and that's fine. But it plays into like a big a big part of who you are in the most positive way. That's why I hate it when people like go on Pinterest and they're like, "How to be a good student." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I think one year this girl she's like, "How do you like survive spelling? Like, what are your tips and tricks to survive? Like, how do you keep your grades?" They want you to be as a classified school survival like, guy. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like that's not how it works. Like. I'm I'm so type A. Everything I have rewritten my notes probably three four times by now. I've I have a planner. I have my eye calendar. I have it on my phone. My, like everything is kind of pieced together. But that what works for me, like you said, won't work for you. Right. And people don't understand that you cannot find Pinterest cannot map out your entire life. Preach. And I think that's what people don't understand is you have to. Sometimes you really just have to take a moment to be with yourself and be like. This is how this is how I need to move. This is who I need to be to succeed. Right. But a lot of people don't understand that because they want to succeed how you, you succeed. succeed. Oh. And I'm like, huh? Oof. My my path to success is not. Yeah. Okay. You probably grew up in a town where you were probably few of uh, of the black people in your area. I mean, mm-hmm. in your classes, and you went like you could have literally step by step the same point of view as me. But you we we are not the same. We will not have the same lifestyle right. so for you to say like you cannot. I always use Pinterest example because you cannot look up how to be successful. Right. Or like, yeah, they can not you your successful, tricks, but not your version of success or what oh you need. Yes. Yes. So I always tell people, I'm like, first week, freshman year, you're going to understand what works for you and what doesn't. Right. Me, I know I can never read an ebook ever. <laughs> I can never, but like people, people are different than that. And I know that's like a funny example, but it's like, it's different things in college. And I'm like, the way I do, the way I write my notes, you cannot write your notes because I have something up here on the paper, something down here on the paper, something right here, but nothing's in the middle. How does that make sense that nothing's in the middle? Like, <laughs> but people don't, people look at my notes and I'm like, Shelby, what is this? It, it makes sense in my head. And but, it makes you sense. But right. that's why I think that everybody kind of needs to take those moments with themselves because I didn't take those moments myself because I tried to do, okay, so you said you use these color pens for these kind of notes. Is right. That, is that what helps your memory? And I'm like, <laughs> that's not how it works. That's not how life works, so. Definitely. Use this color paper. And that's Shelby's to classify schools from Literally. Because <laughs> that's what they wanted you to do. Right. That's, they were trying to get your notes. I can't map about your life when I'm trying to get through mine. I can't do it. I love that. And we're going to bring this our podcast. <laughs> I told you you was going to let me talk and I was going to keep talking. We're going to sit there. We're going to end this. Let me talk. But I just literally, I've told you. I told you. 
I am fascinated with you. I'm fascinated with people. This is why I do this. Like, well, this is why I want to do this. This is why I see myself being the next Oprah. Because, like, I really just like talking to people. For real, for real. Like, I feel like you just learn so much from people. Like, girl, you do this college thing. <laughs> so, I'm excited for you. Thank you. In your graduation. But, we're going to end our podcast right here. Um, Shelby, what you got to say to the people? What do you want to end on? <laughs> I know I don't have nothing to say. <laughs> I didn't talk this whole time. I have nothing to say. But thank you for having me. Um, As much as you say I inspire you, you inspire me also to kind of live authentically. I think I was so scared to be this cookie-cutter person, but you live so out there and so bold and so confident. It definitely inspired me. So don't think, don't stop what you're doing. Oh, I am crying. Uh, Stop. Crying with dry eyes. (laughs) I can't get the lashes, girl. My lashes. I can't do it. My eyes gonna start burning, and I'm okay. crying for yeah, real. Don't do that. I thank you. Um, Shelby, girl, let me say something. You're at the top of my list of inspirations. I can't wait to see what you do. Um, we're gonna tag Shelby and all her greatness, so you can just follow her along her beautiful journey in life, and hopefully, you guys get to follow her and see where she goes next. Because I'm excited to see where she goes next. And thank you so much for sitting in the chair. Everybody in the room, say bye. 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 Hey guys, before I let you go, if you could do me a huge favor, and I mean huge favor, please follow me on Insta at Sitting in the Chair Pod. That's Sitting in the Chair P O D. Go ahead and share this to your story. Tag me in any post, hashtag Sitting in the Chair. And join me again each day on my favorite day of the week, Sundays at 7. I hope to see you guys sitting in the chair with me and joining the conversation. Bye.